Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I have been up to a lot of fun, a lot of shenanigans. I even have some funny little sex bruises that I've never had before in my life. You get this hit and it makes you feel really lightheaded. And so we were doing this, you know, while we're, while we're having sex, you know, we're, we're just sniffing this stuff and it was really trippy and really cool. And cause like your whole body kind of tingles and then you're touching each other and he's tingly and I'm tingly and literally we could have been like the lousiest lays at that point but we're both so like whoa (laughs) dude do you feel that (laughs) i miss having like a primary partner i kind of call that my anchor you have an anchor even though you're out there doing all this fun stuff you are doing it alone and so it's it's more fun stranger sent me a text and he's like, Hey, I think I can make your male, female, male fantasy come true. And I was just like, huh? It's really hard to talk about because you just don't want to be offensive in any way. And I think there's definitely some merit to that statement. Size matters. It kind of does at some, at some point you'll hit that threshold. And after seven years, I did, I came across someone that makes that statement true for me. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, how's everybody doing today? Fantastic Tuesday. I hope you guys got a chance to listen to this last Saturday's episode with Steve. Our good friend Steve was on again and he has some updates for us. I am, I always love finding out what's going on with Steve because I've been just a part of that whole journey, watching his transition into ethical non-monogamy, talking to him before he even approached his wife about it. And he's done, this is his third episode now. And I think we were rolling the clock back and saying like, you know, it's been, I think it's been about a year since he's been ethically non-monogamous. His wife and him are doing fantastic. This is just such a success story for me, and I just love being able to share it, and I'm always so grateful and thankful for him coming on and being able to share that with you guys because that's really, that's what I want to do is just get the information out there, be real, (laughs) share stories, and uh, Steve has always got good ones. So guys, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, you'll want to go back and check it out. It's the one right before this, and it is excellent, of course. Hey, guys, I also want to remind you that, first of all, I am so thankful for your support of this show. And secondly, I wanted to make sure that you're aware of all the ways that you can support this show, because it's not just by listening. Of course, listening is the best way. But there's some other ways if you really love and enjoy the show and you've been following it for there's seven years of content out there. There's some things you can do. Like if you really want to show show me the love and show the show some love, of course, you can leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you're listening, streaming this podcast. I always love a five-star review, guys. That means so, so much to me. You can also join the private podcast 
which is where I get extra, extra spicy. A lot of the stuff, you know, that I used to kind of let rip and say in the very, very beginning, back in the, back in my junior years, you know, I have to be careful about because I have sponsors now and, you know, you got to make sure that you kind of, kind of toe the line. You know, I don't want to say you guys know I'm still pretty spicy, but sometimes I got to dial it back a little bit, but you know where I hold nothing back and I go beyond spicy and I use my, I use pictures of myself as the cover art of the episodes that is in the private podcast. So if you really want the story behind the story, you want to know what was really going on or the extra juicy details that I just couldn't talk about here, then you'll want to join the private podcast and you'll absolutely love it guys. The next thing, of course, is that you can buy from one of my sponsors. I have fantastic sponsors, guys. There's Green Chef, there's Beducated, Shameless Care, just to name a few. There's more. But I always really love, oh, Bloom Stories too, guys. Don't forget the audio porn. Show them some love. So if you click on the link in the show notes and you happen to buy from one of my sponsors, just send me a proof of purchase, screenshot your proof of purchase, and I will send you as a thank you a seven-day free trial to my private podcast. So I'm just going to keep spreading the love. You're spreading the love. I'm spreading the love. We're all happy and in love. All right, guys. Okay. So today I really, really want to talk about Stranger again. He and I... This is an interesting dynamic. I have no idea where the heck this is going. Who knows? But it's kind of interesting. I found that Stranger is, after that first episode, Stranger in My Bed, he's a little, I don't want to say polarizing. That's not the right word. But he's definitely eliciting some strong responses from my listeners, from you guys. And it's interesting. There is one person in particular who... (laughs) who's like, who's called it like he thinks he's right about stranger. And he's gonna we're gonna wait and see like if his predictions come to fruition. I don't know. All I know is we've had we had that amazing chemistry that first time we have seen each other a second time, which was not which was not long after that first time I'm going to be talking about that today. And we have plans to see each other. I'm headed down to Miami to visit with HK for a week. He's going to be working and I'm kind of just tagging along. And uh, I'm also going to see in between HK's visits down there, I'm going to see a stranger again, hopefully. And I'll tell you what that's, what the point of that is. (laughs) There's a, there's something brewing guys. All right. So now that I've kind of given you all like the backstory, the the lay of like what's going on, all the balls in the air, literally. (laughs) I, I'm I'm laughing because there's so many stories and so many episodes coming that I've already recorded and I'm trying not to dip into them because I have been up to a lot of fun, a lot of shenanigans. I even have some funny little sex bruises that I've never had before in my life that I'll tell tell you about on a different episode, but oh my gosh, the shit I get into. All right. So we, Stranger and I got together again. We went to, he came down to see me or up to see me and uh, just for a quick little like, you know, Saturday, Sunday visit. And it was very fun. And you know what? I'm happy to say that chemistry was not a fluke. I really thought that it was just, maybe it was a full moon. I mean, who knows? You don't know with this stuff. It's weird. Gosh, chemistry is so weird. Why Why can't I figure it out? I'm determined to figure it out. There's got to be some sort of uh, 
data points here that that are consistent over time with somebody. And if I have those, then it's going to work. And you know what? Every time I have crazy chemistry with somebody, there's no there's no similarities. There's not a lot of similarities. It's very strange. I mean, I cannot, I don't know what to make of it. And my brain doesn't like that because my brain likes to figure things out. My brain doesn't like to be left in, I'm guessing, I'm not sure what the hell's going on here, especially when it comes to sex and my sex life. Like if it's good, like how do I reproduce that? How do I recreate that? How do I stretch that out for the rest of my life? You know, I need to know. Well, I'm not, I got to tell you guys, after seven years, I don't think I am one iota closer to figuring that out. I think it's just one of going to have to still be one of those mysteries in life. But definitely, I think there's, there's a, there's a similar feeling and a similar sentiment when I cross paths with somebody that I just had this crazy chemistry with. And I just wish it was consistent. And I knew that again, like there were certain indicators I could, if I saw those, it was be like, yep. And then when I didn't, it, w- it really helped me sift and sort faster. <laughs> so, okay. So he came back down and, you know, we got a hotel not far from my house, right on the beach and just had a kicked around, you know, Jack's beach, had a great time, went to dinner, great conversation. I mean, like I, this is what I like this guy. This is a friends with benefits. I have been struggling lately to find that right friends with benefits fit. It's just like, it's not easy that, you know, the, the, where you can maintain a relationship with someone and it doesn't have to be exclusive and you respect each other. You respect that. It's like, that's okay. You know, but there's also, you respect each other enough to be honest with each other too, about what you're doing. I mean, after I went and had that, you know, I don't want to say it was an oops, right? But that night where I ended up in bed with stranger and I did not think that that was going to happen. I knew that, okay, now I'm going to have to go back to Jack and Jill. And I'm going to, we're going to have to put that on pause for a minute because I've got to go get tested. And, and that just, that slows down, you know, one thing's going to kind of slow down the other, but it's, it's, you have to do it. And I'm glad that I feel like the other people in my life that I consider in the friends with benefits dynamic, they, that they would give me that same consideration too. They're not going to hoodwink me or be dishonest because I, that's the one thing I just can't stand from grownups is dishonesty. We don't, we don't need to do it. So we, boy, the, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the chemistry. I mean, I got to tell you, I think it really starts for me with like good kissing. When the kissing's bad, there's a, there's a data point right? There's a data point. Okay. Bad kissing. I can't honestly say that I've had a good friends with benefits, like super chemistry filled dynamic with someone that didn't enjoy kissing and was a bad kisser. I don't know what it is with guys that don't like to kiss you. What is the issue? Kissing is phenomenal. Kissing is amazing. It's oh so good. So, so good. And it just primes the pump. It just gets you going. It's like, it's the, for me, it's like my favorite foreplay, really. I mean, before you start to get into like mouth to genital contact or, you know, somebody touching, you know, actually physically touching your genitals, kissing, amazing. Like I can just soak through my panties with a good kiss. Like literally it gets the blood flow glowing, going, everything's like, throbbing and it's a tease and it's just like, it's sexy. Oh God. We need to go back to kissing school, guys. I'm telling you. (laughs) 
If you're out there and you don't enjoy it, give it a second thought. I mean, like really like practice with somebody that's good and just sit down and try to make out for an hour. It's so much fun. So aside from the good kissing, we also have really good conversation and there isn't a, that's another data point. Okay. So the people that I've had this great chemistry with and good friends with benefit scenarios is that we have intellectually we're also super attracted to each other. We're I'm, we're interested in what the other person has to say, even if our even if our lives, you know, are so different. It's still just fun. They're great to talk to. I enjoy learning about them. They enjoy learning about me. The thing with Stranger that's really kind of hot is that he and I are we have the same backgrounds as far as business, and I haven't really. I don't really talk to people about my business or, you know, what I, what I did and that really got me to where I am. And it's just an industry that, you know, it's that not a lot of people do. It's hard. And there's very few women, number one, but when you get to talk to somebody that like, that does it, you know, they're, and that's successful at it. Like, you know, they're a fucking badass because it just takes a lot of work, a lot of discipline. It's not for the faint of heart. You got to have your, your big boy pants on or your big girl pants on, or you're going to get gobbled up. So anybody that can do what he's doing or what I did, I just, it's kind of like, yeah, I see you. I see. Yeah. And, And just to be able to talk about deals and deal structure and, you know, like, Oh, business. See, I love business. Business turns me on. It, you guys remember me saying like that my work was, that's the thing that got me. I loved it so much. I was so addicted to it. I mean, I didn't want to, it was like my lover. I didn't want to cheat on it by going and having sex and having a relationship with somebody. I had work to do. <laughs> and, and so just to sort of, it, it kind of still satisfies that part of me, you know, to be able to just talk to him and then, you know, like, when we're when we're throwing ideas back and forth, it's like, oh, that's fucking foreplay. That's some dirty talk right there. Like you are getting my juices flowing, and knowing that we're talking about this stuff, and I'm I'm like at my peak and top mental. You're, you're tapping into my peak and top mental capacity, and now you're gonna fuck me while I'm all charged up. Oh fuck, that shit's hot. That shit is very hot. And he did bring. You know, this is very funny. So he did bring this stuff. I don't know what it was called. He'd mentioned it like the first time we were together. He said, I'm going to bring this stuff. I I keep calling it tiger balls. It's not called tiger balls, but I'm just going to call it tiger balls. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. It's basically the stuff you buy over the counter. You know, you probably get it like the fucking gas station, you know, where they have like little sex toys, like here's some condoms, here's some vibrators, here's a little vibrator, uh, you know, like small, real small. And then like, here's a, here's some other, take this pill to get your libido up or whatever. I don't know what's in those pills, but he brought this stuff that you sniff and it kind of reminded me of like sniffing glue or whatever. So he brings this stuff and you basically, like I said, you probably got it at some grocery or gas station. (laughs) 
don't know where you pick this stuff up. Anyway, you sniff it and it like gives you this high. It's like if you were, it smells like glue, like (laughs) for those of you that are old enough to remember (laughs) sniffing glue and it kind of makes you lightheaded. It does it. It all of a sudden it hits you. It only lasts a few minutes. Like boom, it just like, whoa, you get this hit. And it makes you feel really lightheaded. And so we were doing this, you know, while we're, while we're having sex, you know, we're, we're just sniffing this stuff and it was really trippy and really cool. And cause like your whole body kind of tingles and then you're touching each other and he's tingly and I'm tingly. And literally we could have been like the lousiest lays at that point, but we're both so like, whoa. <laughs> Dude, do you feel that? (laughs) It was very fun. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't know, guys. Sex should be fun. And and it is. I mean, like, I I will do the craziest and try the craziest things when I'm in a sex act. Because why not? You know, like, why... Why not make it all as inclusive and fun and broad as you can? We all have our lanes and we all know what we like and what we gravitate towards. And doing things, you know, trying something different every once in a while has has just led me to so many fun things. And, you know, even something like this, where you, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, what am I going to, what am I really going to go to the store and buy something like that for myself and use it with other partners? Most likely 99% never, but he brought it and we, and we tried it. And again, like I said, it's, it's, it's not uh, harmful. I'm hoping, although it did, you get, you, you do get this little, like, feel like, oh, whoa, like you just got high in an instant, you know, and you feel like, I think I lost some brain cells on that one. I don't know. (laughs) It's okay. I'm like, I think I've done most of my heavy thinking in life. I think like uh, a little uh, retreat to stupid might be okay at this point. So anyway, so we're doing that and just, and again, we're having this crazy mm, connected and passionate and fun sex and I am loving every second of it and enjoying it. And, and I'm just so like, I'm just so grateful. Like right now I feel like I have this, it's a good vibe for me right now. I don't know. You know, I don't know. There's nobody that's, you know, like my primary partner. I will say that's, that is a little, I do miss that. I miss having like a primary partner. I kind of call that my anchor. You have an anchor, even though you're out there doing all this fun stuff, you are doing it alone. And so it's, it's more fun. It, I can tell you the times that I've done all this, it has been for me, most enjoyable. And I've gone a good long while with no primary partner or no anchor that I, where you get to kind of also tell them about it. I mean, Mr. Big is my anchor, but he's not my sexual anchor. He's not sexually who I come back to. Obviously he's in California and I'm here, but we still have this, like these amazing talks and sharing and all that good stuff. However, it's not, it's not the same. And it's been a long time since I had that anchor person. And I do I do miss that. I will say, you know, I do miss that. I I think I'm at that point right now where in my life where it would be nice to have that, but I'm not freaking out about not having it. It just, because it's one of those things that, you know, you're either going to cross paths or you're not. There's not, I don't think I can do anything to bring that about, but it does, it always is a little, just that much more fun what you're doing when you have that one person that you get to go back to and tell all your stories to and laugh and giggle in bed with. 
and like, they're just supporting you and you're supporting them and you're in love. <laughs> That's what the anchor person is all about, you know, and I do, you know, I do sort of miss that, that added layer. But, you know, that's okay. I mean, it's it's interesting because I have I have it in varying degrees with but not quite to that level with different guys. Obviously, uh it, there's a huge bond with HK and I and I'm on my way to go see him for a week in in Miami and, you know, and and he, part of the week he's going to be there and then I'll see stranger again and then and then HK comes back. So it's kind of like this interesting week uh, that I have coming up here that I'm sure we'll have some <laughs> good stories from that. And if I, I guess I'll go ahead and since I already tipped my hand on that one, Stranger sent me a text and he's like, hey, I think I can make your male, female, male fantasy come true. And I was just like, huh, what? <laughs> because when I'm down in Miami, Stranger has a friend that's visiting him that they're, I guess, good buddies from way back and they were in the armed forces together. And so he said he might, that that might be a possibility. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I, I have to tell you, I'm a little nervous about that. Like what? I All of a sudden I got a little nervous. It's kind of like the same thing. Like when I first knew I was going to be with Jack and Jill and I hadn't done it yet. And I knew like, yes, this is good. We're going to go. We're going to go good on this one. And I was, there was, it was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm going to be with a couple. It, it, I get so giddy over sexual things. I, I, I love that it inspires this sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say childlike wonderment because that sounds creepy, right? But just that where you can just be excited and giddy and free and spontaneous in an aspect of your life that you don't always have an outlet for. Where else can I do that? I mean, I, if I didn't have my sex life as the avenue for this, for that release and that just say yes and throw caution to the wind and have fun and get all this feel all the feels and the highs and the lows and everything, you know, and all the fun stuff and sexy stuff. And if I didn't, if I wasn't giving myself permission to do that through my sexuality, I have to tell you, I don't know where I would replace it, what I would replace it with, like where else I could do that as a grown up. Like it really just kind of makes sense for me. And I'd be curious to know if you guys like, you know, for my listeners out there, are you do you have another way that you get that? I mean, look, I get a lot of endorphins and feel goods and dopamine hits from exercise, but it's not the same as letting myself go, being in the moment, being like obviously and naked, fully naked, you know, lights on, daylight, whatever, you know, like you cannot hide a thing and you're with another human being and they're not hiding a thing either. And you're just for that moment in time, really, really enjoying what you're doing. And, and, and sometimes it's hot and spicy and raunchy and animalistic. And then other times it's silly and funny or, you know, and then the best is when you just converge all those and throw them into a pot, you know, <laughs> until it boils over. And it's just like, wow, that's why I enjoy sex and sexuality so much. I just, I feel like it's, it's an adult adventure play. And I'm, that is not my word, by the way. A listener, somebody that sent me some, a voicemail, by the way, guys, I love your voicemails. You guys are really fucking killing it right now with the voicemails. Amazing. 
I'm getting some of just the best connections with you guys out there. I absolutely love it. And somebody the other day said, he was talking about BDSM, but he took it out of, you know, he said, I call it adult adventure play. And I was just like, what a great term. You don't even have to use it. I mean, you could just say sexual adult adventure play or just adult adventure play. How often can you use that statement honestly as an adult in your adult life with all the things you have to do, adult adventure play? Probably not a lot of people can you are are you being able to use that term, honestly. But I found a way to do it through my sex life and it is beyond fun. So anyhow. I am loving Stranger right now. He's I don't, not in love. I'm saying love, love, because he's a good guy. And I'm just enjoying my time with him. I've got some fun Nico stories coming. I so hard for me not to just spill it all right here because I'm a blabbermouth, but some hilarious stories. <laughs> and then I also have, <laughs> which is coming. I'm just preempting you guys. I'm letting you know. See, I've already, I've already recorded these episodes. I know what's coming. The size matter issue has come up. <laughs> size, does size matter? I'm not even, I'm just, I'm, I just don't want to, I don't even know if I want to say much beyond that, but that has come up and it's, it's, I'm going to have to sort of reformulate what I say about it because I did, I did hit it. I did come across, I keep wanting to say an issue, but somebody, and you know, it wasn't what I thought. <laughs> I'm probably going to laugh my whole, well, I do laugh my whole way through that episode. It makes, it's hard to talk about. It's it's really hard to talk about because you just don't want to be offensive in any way. And I think there's definitely some merit to that statement. Size matters. It kind of does. At At some point, you'll hit that threshold. And after seven years, I did. I came across someone that makes that statement true for me. So that'll be an interesting episode. Again, that's all coming in May, guys. May is going to be very fun. Okay, I know I keep jumping off of like, I'm all over the board on this episode because I feel like there's so much going on and I I have a hard time not telling you guys about everything because I love sharing this stuff. But um, so now after our little, after our little uh, rendezvous, our second rendezvous, definitely again, so Stranger and I are on the same page. It's like, yep. I I think we've established there's definitely good chemistry there and, you know, we want to keep it going and just have a good time together. And I'm really, really just looking forward to that. And it's nice to, you know, it's nice to be able to do that like the way I do with Nico and now Stranger and, you know, Jack and Jill, where it's like, I feel like everybody's just good people and everybody's good kissers. Everybody's hot and sexy. And there's just a good vibe. And I'm so, the little pessimist in me is like, well, who's, what's going to, who or what is going to fuck this up? <laughs> It'll probably be me. I'm usually the one to fuck stuff up in my life, but you never know. Like someone comes in and changes the tipping point of all this and, and, and then it, it just spins off in another direction. But We'll see. I'm excited to see HK and I'm also excited to see Stranger and see if our male, male, female, male comes to fruition. I'm a little nervous about it. I, when I think about it, I get kind of giddy and anxious and I just need to keep reminding myself of all of the hot, steamy stuff that I can pull out. I feel like I'm in my element. I really do get into my element, into a different zone when there's another person involved. 
you know, like with the Jack and Jill and with Jill, regardless of how we're how, how the scenario plays out, just that that other person's energy there is it's a whole nother thing. And it, it just brings out this a completely different sexual undertone and implication. And it's very erotic. And so I found my way to it with with a man and a woman. Why shouldn't I be able to just translate in that into two men? I feel like I should, especially with two men. I mean, I can be like teasing and I mean, like I'm imagining like, <laughs> okay, I'm imagining, I'm just, my mind is starting to like hyper focus on it, which is good. Then I get super turned on, but I'm imagining like, him again, I know that since I know that they're friends, you know, like one buddy watching and, you know, me just like taunting the other one, like you, you know, you like your, you, you want to, are you like your, your friends like getting some of this, you know, are you, you want to join in and, you know, or maybe I make them watch for a minute, just like, and as I'm staring them in the eyes and like every, every, every time their his buddies like deep inside me. I'm making direct eye contact with the other guy and just like, mm-hmm, yeah. You know, like, oh <sighs> my dirty little slutty self is just like, woo, getting excited. I can't wait. There's all these different scenarios I have in my mind. I think this is gonna be a very fun week coming up for me and a very fun summer. And a stranger and I are also going to, we're planning a trip to Nashville. I've always wanted to go to Nashville. We're going to try to look, look up some sex clubs while we're there. And if anybody has any tips for me, you know, any good places to go in Nashville, I think we're probably going to head there around like the, around the third weekend of May is kind of our tentative plan. And yeah, I'm just like, super, super excited. And I can't, I'm, uh, I, I miss, I, you know, this was like pre COVID stuff. And actually during COVID, I did a lot of traveling around, but I just miss when you, again, have that really good dynamic with someone and you can come together and you spend this, you, you have these fun adventures. And again, it's not just when I say adventures, I mean, fucking adventures. I don't just mean, all right, come over. Let me pull my pants down. I'll pull your down, blah, 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 you know, here we go. You had your orgasm. I had five. Okay, bye. Because <laughs> you know I'm getting five to their one. But yeah, I just want like, you know, I want all that good stuff and I crave it and I, I miss it. I miss that. I I really miss, you know, that, that like I said, that strong connection with one person that you, that, that they're kind of the at the top of the leaderboard above all else, you know, and you know, you're you're grounded and rooted in each other. And that feels so good. And I haven't had that for a while. And I, I don't know if that, you know, maybe that won't come back around. I have no idea, but I would love to have it again. And it just, it's, it is the one thing that's missing. And I have no, no reason to complain at all. Right. And I'm not, but I definitely do notice. And I can say that having that one person that you're just, super connected with and that you love each other and you also celebrate each other's sexuality in a way that you're not trying to possess it or stifle it. And it just, it gets to expand together and separately, you know, and that's really the best. That's really, really like the best. And I'm lucky that I actually have had that 
at different points. You know, I really am. And, but I, but not, you know, having it and then not having it, you do notice its absence. I'll say that. So if I had anything that I'd say, I wish I had more of, or I wish I could do better on, it would be again, that, that super connection. Like I see it all the time with Jack and Jill. And that's why I'm so like, I just love them so much. I really, really do. And I admire them. I'm, it's like, I'm proud of them. You know, I'm proud to be a part of an extension of their relationship. And to understand the inner workings and the intimacy and the private parts of their relationship and be included in that. But I also love when they share their private stuff and just how, even though I may not be there during their sex acts, you know, they're talking about me, they're watching videos of us or me, and, and I'm still like a part of it. And I would love to have that with my primary, have a primary, and then have that kind of relationship, you know, like that I see them having. And I, like I said, I'm really, I'm learning a lot from watching them because, you know, as I move forward, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I have to have somebody that is open, that's okay with some non-monogamy, the level of non-monogamy that we have, you know, I don't know, but I want to have our sex just, I just want to have a really, really open, honest, amazing, connected sex life with, with someone. And, and, and it's okay that sometimes with, to whatever frequency we negotiate and agree on that, that includes other people and that everybody's okay with it. And so, and yeah, I mean, I just really feel like I don't, I don't think I can go back to monogamy or I don't have the desire to go back to monogamy per se. And you know, that's kind of, I think one of the, one of the hold holdups uh, or things that I'm tentative about, you know, with HK is that he's just a more traditional guy and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think I see him ultimately at the end of the day over the long haul being comfortable with this. And I could be wrong. Maybe I am selling him short. We do talk about it. We talk about things, but I do remember when I told him about Jack and Jill and I felt like it was a little, it was, I felt like it was a little uncomfortable for him. And we talked it through and had a great conversation about it and all that. But I do feel, you know, that it's, it's not really his, his true nature. And that's okay. You know, that it, it just, I don't, I, it's like, I feel like maybe he would do it for me from time to time, allow me like a hall pass. But I just don't think it would be something that would be easy to incorporate. And like I said, I might be wrong about that, but it's, it's, it's a gut. It's a, you know, it's kind of what I see or what I'm surmising at this point, but we will see how that goes. I still love him and I still love having time with him. And we're, ama- you know, regardless of anything, we're amazing friends and it, like this week, I'm so looking forward to seeing him because, you know, now that I'm here in Florida, it's like, I don't, I'm not around my friends and family that really know me. It's so nice to be with somebody that just, you know, like really knows you, the who of who you are. And definitely that is HK. And I just like, I just love him so much, you know, as a, as a man, as a human. And it just feels, I always feel so good when I'm with him and around him that I crave it. I miss his presence that like, and that's a good friend. You know, that is a good, good friendship. And this guy's known me since I was 18. It's just amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, you know, and we'll see, we'll see how our relationship progresses. I don't know. I don't know what we're, we're taking it slow. And that, that's just the ironic and funny thing about all this, right? While I'm out there pursuing casual relationships, 
then I have this one relationship where I'm like, it's so special. I'm like, and we both know it's so special. And so we both don't want to, we both want to go very, very slow with it. And while we openly admit, yes, the feelings are there. Yes. We remember how crazy in love we were. I mean, we were fucking crazy in love, just heart pounding, you know, like that kind of stuff. And it's just so interesting for me. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm acting like I've never done it before. <laughs> like I've never had sex. Like that's, that's kind of how our relationship is like, no, we're waiting till we get married. <laughs> yeah. Even though we've already been there, done that several times, you know, for many years in the past and it was always hot and always good, but you know, we're different people at this point. You know, that was, I haven't slept with HK in, I mean, you know, I, when I say that, I mean, obviously we, we sleep in the same bed when, when we're together, but like haven't had actual penetrative sex for, when is the last time we did that? I want to say nine years ago, (laughs) nine years ago. Yeah. So we're just kind of, you know, we're just feeling it out, but Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Well, I think I kind of covered everything. I know this was a bit of a, a a jumbled episode, a lot, but every little story, there's so, so much. Keep listening. Okay. Cause Tuesdays are going to be on fire <laughs> and pretty spicy. So be careful where you listen. These next few are going to be really, really good. And I can't wait till you hear them. All right, everyone. Don't forget. I love, love, love your voicemails. You guys have been so responsive, so on it. You're making me have to actually like the volume of voicemails coming in are fantastic. The the comments, the questions, the thoughts, I love every second of it. Please do not be shy. It's so easy to do. You just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side, and it's a little uh, widget there on my website. You just leave your voicemail, and I get back to everybody personally, believe it or not. I listen, I take notes, and then I respond. So it's there's no canned messages. It's absolutely authentic each and every time. And I just love getting to know you probably more than you like getting to know me, if you can believe that. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.